I think what we're ultimately trying to do is get to the people in the in the chat triangle, right? So if anyone hasn't read the ultimate sales machine, highly recommend it. But you don't know where they're at, and part of that is creating awareness. Some people don't even know. If you if you're patient and you wait, eventually the game now becomes your priorities are that three percent, right? You're just calling people that are ready. That's the holy grail. You're never gonna get there, but you know, the closer you can get to that, the easier the job's gonna be because there's familiarity, there's awareness, there's pain, and it's the right time. And now you now you're in there. This is the Outbound Sales No Fluff Podcast. This real, this raw, yeah, we hitting switches. Ain't no cutesy stories, no rants, no product pitches. This Outbound Sales prospecting at its best. Yeah, we hold it down from the east to the west. That's on the daily podcast every single day. So tune in. Cause this is the way Get epic cold calling coaching moments And see who wins Who bring that suspense We interview straight from the experts So get your knowledge up and put it to work Yeah, get in the mix with the crew Subscribe and leave a review Cause we serve it straight from the glass This the Outbound Sales No Fluff Podcast In your 52 in your 52 minute block, you mentioned that you made about 19 dials when it was pretty much when it was optimized a little bit there, and that's pretty that's pretty standard. Um, you know, an average rep is making about 50 dials a day. So if you round up, let's say it's a 6k fully loaded resource, like that's base plus benefits plus tooling and all that stuff, which is pretty pretty market rate for an SDR. We're not talking about commissions and stuff on top of that. It's just like that's roughly what you might pay. Maybe a little bit less in certain regions, but let's say that's it. Uh, 20 business days, that's 300 bucks a day. Um, 6K, 20 divided by 20, 300 bucks. So on 50 dials a day, which is what like an average SDR is doing, you're paying $6. When you look at the body of work, for every dial, you're paying $6 for a dial. If we look at your math and it's like, okay, well, they can do 19 per hour. And in that hour, let's say uh, like the 300, what's 300 divided by eight, if they're working eight hour chef, it's like 37.50 an hour. So 37.50, if you wanna get that granular, you're still paying almost $2 in that hour. We're not talking about all the other work they're doing, just to make an attempt. Um, if, they're, if they're calling at a velocity of 19 per hour. And then if they're calling at a velocity of 19 per hour, how good are they at doing some of the nuanced stuff? And is it even the work they should be doing around um, path documentation, you know, documenting it as if they are working versus uh, uncontacted or kicking out all that stuff that um, that you have to go through to, to run the system. Um, if you're going to build this out in house, like that's like a very junior role. So you can turn that into like interns or like a super entry level role. So you can try to get that cost down. Um, but it's definitely not very valuable for a sales rep right? to make uh, if you're a sales rep, you're probably making a lot more than 6K fully loaded. Um, and so that, that price is going to go through, you know, go up a lot. And it's just low value activity. You know, the data shows that 80% of those dials as you're going through the process are actually wasted over time. Wasted being defined as they're likely not to pick up, but no matter how much you call them. Like if you keep calling on that list, it's about, it's about 80 to 90% of your total dials that will just be wasted. Um, and so if you can specialize that where there's an entry level role that that's their job is to call, verify, validate, you know, document. And then the only objective for them is to pass over 
really solid, clean list to a more professional team. To me, that's like a much better use of budget. Uh, even if you're doing it internally, I'm not saying you have to use like the, than than hiring somebody to one do jobs that like work that no one likes to do and sucks, and then two just not have success. You know, off like as often as they could be. Like the job is to have conversations. Like why not? Why not enable that? So. Um, I think there's a way to do that if you if you specialize the role appropriately and and make that like a you know the first thing they do is you're ramping up the team like they're responsible for you know getting through the cannon fodder work you know yep. if, if you like the military term. And I, I think one thing people need to consider, and maybe I'm backtracking a bit here too. You talk a lot about the math, but to me, it's it's the ratio. So. Um, say you're doing 10 phone blocks in a week and you miss one or you miss two, there, there, there's uh, 20% of your week gone. So you either got the choice to like, if you're making two, uh, $250 a week, now you got to make 300 or 350, or you've got to improve your, your ratio. And if you're optimized, your chance of improving your ratio is going to be very limited. And I did some quick math earlier and unfortunately Excel didn't agree with me and it didn't save. But um, if you missed uh, two two days worth, you'd have to be 67% more effective. So it's not a one-to-one, it's uh, it actually accelerates. So the more you miss, the, the harder and harder it is to make that ground up. So you got to, consistency is a major, major uh, part of this as well. And it, once you miss one day making that up, you're, you're pretty much, you're not going to, um, but you're going to be behind the rest of the year. So it's very important to stay consistent. And that's why I schedule into my calendar and, and shut everything else off around it to make sure I don't miss those, those blocks. And how many, how many call blocks are you doing per day? Is it just one per day? No, are you doing two. two? Doing, okay. and, and I'm alternating the time of day because uh, I read something recently. It's like, say someone consistently has a meeting at whatever yeah. time. And that's yep. when I'm calling. There is there is one person I caught on the fifth dial and it was after 5 p.m. And yep. uh, that, I just said, whatever I got, to, I'll just make two more calls here. And uh, and I connected with the guy and he was going to be out of the out of the buckets, maybe email or something different. But uh, just happened to be I made the calls after five and I tried four other times and got voicemail and he actually answered. So. Yeah. Um, you'll find some gold as you're building this stuff out too, to, to kind of re re uh, activate your validated. So, um, you know, I call it, if you're, if you're giving up at five, right. Um, that's the Pareto generally about 80% of those who are picked up will pick up within five. There's still 20%. There's still 20% sitting in that, that, um, valid and not valid. It's just, they're going to have a lower connect rate from the total. But if you recycle those through and sprinkle them through like newer lists, you yeah. can, um, you can still get juice out of that, um, and not lose a lot of efficiency. Um, by 10 attempts, you're sitting at about 95% and, uh, by 15, it's like 98%. So you get this like pretty, um, long tail of, uh, rapid diminishing returns, but um, there's some clients that we work with, which who will take, like they've exhausted their addressable market. And like, I don't really have anyone else to work this through, but we want some more phone rate leads. It's like, well, get me your, you know, give me your valids and not valids that, you know, we called three months ago, let's run it back through. And we still get an extra 10% reach or whatever sometimes, um, which is, which is pretty, pretty solid. Um, you know, we've already obviously weeded out the phone ready and the needs attention are gone. So 
you can still get some good yield. Um, it's not as drastic as what it was happened in that first five passes, but that result post validation, once you know someone picks up, again, they tend to pick up again and again and again. It's just about identifying that they are the picker upper. Um, and then to your point, you know, paying attention to, um, you know, your call blocks and, and varying those throughout the week, time of day, day a week, and trying to kind of doing those morning shifts, midday shifts and afternoon shifts to ensure you're giving some sort of blend. Um, yeah. you're, you're talking about advanced, you know, advanced usage of the system, um, which is, which is highly recommended over time, especially if you're, if you're sitting in a, um, small addressable market. So it's like, Hey, I know these are the people I want to engage. Um, you may not continue to maintain that higher connect rate, but you're still going to get efficiency through that process. If you're, if you're fo still paying attention to the bucket validation process, and then obviously the bucket prioritization based on conversations before or verified versus not verified. So and I, my first lists were uh, in the hundred to 200 range. So, um, I, I was, I was starting to think about diminishing returns, even though some of those might go to 95, 98. I'm like, am I better to replenish? But I do think one mistake people might make. So for easy numbers, let's say you you have 10 connects for uh, one meeting or 10 dials for one connect. Yep. All of a sudden someone gets a meeting like, okay, I, I got a meeting, I'll add one more to my list. You yeah. actually have to add 10 if it's 10% because you don't know which of those nine are no's. That's so right. That one, yes, there's nine other no's in there somewhere that are going to be pulled out too. So you actually have to look at your numbers. And if you want to maintain it, once you know your numbers, you, every meeting you should re-inject a certain number into your list based on your numbers. Yeah, no, you're spot on. Um, and working those, that's that's all the way through, right? So from an opportunity, right? If I have forecasted that I'm going to close um, whatever's in my pipeline and my close rate's 10%, like you said, I got 10 deals. Well, there's a deal in there uh, or 10 opportunities. There's a deal in there. Once that one closes, how many opportunities do you have left? The data shows none. Like you have to go get 10 more. Um, now over time, there might be some deals there. That's why you follow up with your opportunities, but the chances of them, if your close rate really is 10%, it's the same thing at the very top, right? That's why reach, that's why reach is super important, right? As you, as you go through a list, there's going to be like 20 to 40% of that list that you can even reach in the first place, which is going to give you the list size, same concept, right? If I can only connect with, I have to have that much more on top of it. And then conversion on, on conversation conversion on, um, uh, so that's the connect rate and then conversion on, um, the conversion on, um, the actual appointment being set and. You know, in the book, I talk about having a bucket of at least 50 if you're full cycle or 100. And it's kind of like a rule of thumb um, with the idea of how do you get to one to two meetings a day. Um, but uh, that, that, that replenish formula can get you in, a, in bad space if you're not staying on top of it. So knowing your ratios, having an idea of the, the reciprocal being the replenish. Um, and for those that don't know that term, it's you know, take your percentage one divided by your percentage, it'll give you the number. And, um, and that's where, uh, that's where you can start to really start to make hay because it's very predictable at that point. And I think, I think the last thing I can share, which you, you'll probably appreciate is I think what we're ultimately trying to do is get to the people in the, in the chat triangle, right? So anyone who hasn't read the ultimate sales machine, highly recommend it, but you don't know where they're at. And part of that's creating awareness. Some people don't even know 
um, like they're, they're, that they're not interested in things like that. So there's about 70% of the market that we might have influence on. And there's maybe 3% that are ready to buy at this moment. So that's not very high odds. So we're basically warming people up. So when they are ready, you're, you're top of mind in creating that awareness. So I think that's part of the whole, the whole game. Absolutely. And if you, if you're patient and you wait, eventually the game now becomes your priorities are that 3%, right? You're just calling people that are ready. That's the Holy grail. You're never going to get there, but you know, the closer you can get to that, the easier the job's going to be because there's familiarity, there's awareness, there's pain and it's the right time. And now you, now you're in there. Um, Adam, this was incredible. You shared so much knowledge and, uh, you know, I'm learning some stuff from you. This was, this was a really great conversation. I don't know how open you are to network with people, but if, if there's people that are listening to this, coming across the content, wanting to learn more, are you open to networking and, uh, with folks, if they wanted to reach out, is that something yeah, you have time for? Absolutely. I'm, I'm totally open. I, I probably haven't been the best at it, but, uh, I'm totally open to it. So the, the only real social media I use is LinkedIn. So I think that's where a lot of people are. And, um, some, someone stole my name before me. So I have an I in front of it. So it's like the letter I and then Adam O'Neill, um, O-N-E-I, two L's. Uh, so just linkedin.com slash in and then I, Adam O'Neill. Awesome. Uh, LinkedIn's the place to go. Uh, obviously a breadth of knowledge here on some of the, the fundamentals of uh, modern outbound sales development. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it.